1: Are the Dallas Cowboys legit Super Bowl contenders? And what in the world is going on with James Washington? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast.
2: You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Locked On. Locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked On Cowboys. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, we've got some Twitter questions today. How are you doing today, sir?
0: I'm doing good. I'm ready for Twitter, Twitter questions. I've, I've got the bathrobe on, as it's referred to. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yes. And just.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. We've got some really good questions that we're going to get to. Uh, this first question is from Matt on Twitter. He wants to know, what is the ceiling for this team? Are they a legit contender or is this a first or second round exit likely kind
0: of team? <sighs> Well, I think you know it's. We won't know until we get there, right? Like, I think that's the that's the whole thing. We we've thought previously that this team has had some contenders in the past, and uh, and and you know had struggled to kind of get out of the first round. So, um, I I think that the, the the everything that kind of you know traditionally points to the contenders, whether it's the betting markets or point differential or team dvoa or whatever you want to like point to i think all of those indicators seem to point towards the cowboys being a, a legitimately good team um i think that you know the, i think the one thing that's different this year that's probably the, the in the past for sure is that i think i read somewhere yesterday that the cowboys have the most wins against playoff potential playoff uh, opponents uh in the nfc this year so uh which is surprising, considering right, their schedule.
1: Two we, wins against the Giants, a win against Washington, a win against the Vikings. Um, yeah, I mean it makes sense.
0: So I, I I think you know all we have to go on at this point uh, is is that kind of stuff, right? The the kind of indicate the leading indicators. Where, I mean it's it's the classic reading tea leaves, right? It's it's uh, it's seeing the numbers and, and trying to you know, per- perpetuate that out into. A few weeks, but the problem with that again is that the Cowboys have been in this kind of situation before. They've been at the top of the pile in DVOA. They've been at the uh, uh, at a point differential uh, uh, spot where where they you know would indicate that they're contenders. The, the, the difference is that they have to go out and, and and slay the dragon, which is that first round of the playoffs. You know, probably against a 49ers, or a, a not maybe not now, but a Packers team that that has clearly kind of uh ousted you from the playoffs these last few times so i think that you can look at the numbers and look at everything and say yes that they are but they still have to go out and 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 do the thing that they haven't been able to do with their previous contending teams and and that's get past the first or second round of the playoffs
1: well and that's what's so funny about the nfl right like i I saw actually somebody asked me this uh this one from cowboy jeff he was wondering 538 right now has the Cowboys as the second highest likelihood uh, chance of winning the Super Bowl this year. Based on all of their numbers, they think they are like one of the best two or three teams in the league. And honestly, they might not be wrong. Like you just look at this roster. You look at the quarterback. You look at what they've done over the last two years, really, with Mike McCarthy. I think they have the most wins of any team since the start of 2021. And you can make an argument that they are one of the best two or three teams in the league. The problem is playoffs are all about matchups and who you face, right? Like there's just some teams out there that are really bad matchups for Dallas, and there's a very good chance that they could have to play like one of those teams, such as the 49ers, in round one on the road. That's what just makes the playoffs so fun, but also so frustrating at the same time, right? Like you could legitimately have the best team in the league, but you just get matched up with a bad opponent and you're out in round one.
0: Yeah, it's you know it's it's anybody's game once you get into the playoffs. Like you said, it's a matchup situation. You've you've gathered together, uh, you know, the top handful of, of 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 teams, and and styles make fights. You know, yes. and and I think that's that's very much the case, and in, in especially in the early rounds of the playoffs. So, um, uh, you know, again, we can talk about you know how much more adept they are, how much more uh, prepared they are to face a variety of teams. I think that they're more prepared to face a team like San Francisco this year than they were previously. Uh, but but that doesn't mean anything until they right. play each other, you know? So I, I think that's ultimately going to be the, the, the litmus test. For this
1: but team. to answer Matt's question at the beginning, what is the ceiling for this team? They could win the Super Bowl. They could like, win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it would take some luck, but it t- it's going to take luck for
0: at, any team to the Super Bowl. Right. Everyone needs luck. I mean, but, that's just the way it is. Like it, it, they, Luck is part of this.
1: But they don't need as much luck as a team like – the commanders who might be like the seventh seed in the NFC, right? The the ceiling and the floor is just so much higher, but they are, at least in my opinion, with Dak on the field, as good as any other team in the league. Like, I don't think as good as Philadelphia is playing, as well as the Chiefs are playing, those teams are not multiple tiers above Dallas. And as we see every week, I mean, anybody can be anybody. And when you're as talented as Dallas, you can go into any – any place in the NFL and win a game. So yeah, the ceiling—the ceiling for this team is absolutely a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, they're in the tier of Super Bowl or bust. Absolutely, you know, <laughs> like like I think that's I mean, fair.
1: Chiefs, Buffalo, Philadelphia, I think Minnesota at this point, Miami. Like that's that's probably the that's the tier Dallas is in without question. Absolutely, yeah. All right, let's get to some more questions. But before we do that, we want to tell you about Turo. Toro is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Toro, you can book any car that you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Or get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Test drive that new electric vehicle that you've had your eye on for a while to see how it fits in your everyday life. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com.
0: This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Can I, can I give a quick testimonial real quick? Absolutely. I, I, used, know, I know I, that you I, used them this week. Go ahead. I used Turo for for, uh, for the, the Thanksgiving holiday. We had the in-laws fly in, and then we all drove out to Palm Springs together, so we had to get a big car. So we uh we used Turo to get a big uh, SUV, which uh I don't normally I haven't driven a you know three quarter ton uh, suburban in a long time. So it was uh, quite a quite an interesting drive right. out there, but it was incredible. They they drove the car out to us, they, and then when we were done, they came and picked it up from our apartment. It was seamless and and, and awesome. So awesome. it's just my two cents there for there you, for you go. It's incredible. Uh, all right, let's get to your next qu- Twitter questions. Uh
1: this one from Mike. He wants to know. What is going on with James Washington? It's odd mm. that he hasn't been activated. After He's... saying two weeks ago that I feel comfortable with everything ment- mentally and physically, I'm just waiting for the call-up. If I had to play today, I could.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, I think uh, the the actions speak louder than words here. You know, it's like I, I think clearly the Cowboys have not started the 21-day process for him yet, and that, that may happen that may have already happened by the time you listen to this podcast. It may be happening today, but I will tell you that I I think that the reason he hasn't been put on, you know, in the thing yet is because they haven't needed him. And, and frankly, it goes back to what we've talked about with James Washington this, this whole time. I just don't see a fit on the roster for him. Right? Like, especially with the way that the Cowboys are now, they're not carrying as many wide receivers as they were previously. He doesn't necessarily add anything in special teams for you. Nothing. Uh, he doesn't add anything on special teams. So, what you know what what's what's the benefit of of, of putting him on the field at this point uh, i can't really see one and and frankly i just you know honestly it's funny to, it's, that people are asking questions about it because in my mind james washington is just kind of biding his time to be released for whenever they sign uh, odell beckham and 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 honestly even if they do well, maybe if they don't sign Odell Beckham, they they bring him back just to have no, him I, on the roster. But honestly, I can see a situation where
1: they where they cut him no matter what happens. Yes, I agree.
0: Beckham, so
1: when the Cowboys signed James Washington early in free agency, the the idea was, hey, this is an insurance policy. If Michael Gallup isn't ready to go for the first six weeks of the season, right? But once Washington got hurt in training camp. It kind of eliminated the need for that player on the roster because you mentioned it. He doesn't play on special teams. He wouldn't be one of your top three receivers. So that makes him wide receiver four at best. You already have a receiver on your roster in Jalen Tolbert who really doesn't play special teams. And your fifth receiver is Kevante Turpin who does play special teams. So it's really one spot. And in this case, the tie is going to go to the draft pick and the younger player. They just don't need him, and there's no rush to bring him back, right? Because you don't have to start the 21-day window at all this week. Like, you can wait another week, and maybe if C.D. Lamb, God forbid, gets hurt, or Michael Gallup, that's when you consider bringing him back. But I think as long as your top three receivers are healthy, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Noah Brown, there's no incentive to have him practice yet and to activate that window
0: i agree i just i i don't understand the, the james washington thing outside of an insurance policy at this point That's exactly so, what it is right i i would just say hold on to him as long as you can in the injury protocol if you can
1: now a better question is who gets activated first between james washington and semi Fahoku? now remember Fahoku got a little bit banged up early in the year the cowboys were also doing some roster manipulation stuff to make sure that they could keep Fahoku. But if push came to shove and the Cowboys had to pick one of these two guys like to bring up, I kind of got a feeling it would be Fahoku because he can play on special teams and he was actually playing on offense early in the season.
0: Yeah. And and obviously the opportunity to develop another young player, I think is something that they couldn't pass up. I mean, uh, Fahoku was, I mean, it's been a long season and we've forgotten a lot of things. But Fahoku was incredible in training camp. Uh yeah. and so yeah, I would say if there's no there's no question about it who I would choose between these two simply because of the roster spot that you're making available for these two. Like it's uh special teams yes. down roster wide receiver spot. That sounds like Fahoku more than it does ever sound like James Washington. No, I will say there is one thing the Cowboys could do. Let's
1: say they don't um activate the 21-day window for James Washington this week, right? And they wait until, I guess it'd be week 14. So you could practice week 14, 15, and 16, and then you would have to make a decision. I wonder if the Cowboys would be open to to activating him relatively soon, letting him get three weeks of practice, and then just not activating him, which means that he would be out for the season. Nobody could pick him up. And that way – you could probably bring him back this off season at again at a veteran minimum deal and not really risk losing him to another team, you know, or catching on like if if they, if they really did like him, but they just didn't have a a spot for him. I could see them doing that as well. Yeah,
0: maybe I just, it feels like a lot of, it feels like a lot of work for James Washington, (laughs) you know, like, but I agree that that is something that they could do if they, if they felt the need to.
1: It's just interesting. I mean, We've been saying this for a while now. There's just not really a spot on this roster for James Washington as it stands. Um, it's a bummer because it seems like Dak did like him in training camp. Uh, it, he does have some talent, but I don't know.
0: It's, it. it's it's a square peg and round hole situation no. to me.
1: Uh, all right, next one. Uh, this one from even O'Brien. He wants to know. How do you like Dallas's chances of playing Tampa Bay again if the playoff seeds stay the same? Uh, By the way, it's almost a lock that if the Cowboys are the fifth seed, that's who they would play in round one. I have a very hard time seeing that they would play anybody else unless Tampa simply just doesn't win the division. I was just going to stay. That's who you're going to play. How do you think the Cowboys match up now against Tampa Bay?
0: Uh, I mean – I think most teams match up pretty well against the, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks as they're currently playing. Uh, they're just not playing very good football right now. Um, you know, it's they just don't have the juice that they did before. I, I, I think you know on defense they're really missing Shaq Barrett a lot. Uh, they're just not getting to the quarterback the way that they had previously. Their offense, despite Tom Brady still being there and a lot of the, those players still being there has just become very stagnant and and just not very explosive. Uh, The things that were working for them previously don't seem to be working for them as much anymore. They've got injuries on the offensive line that they're starting to deal with now. I cannot believe that Tristan Wirfs is, A, still walking, be able to even consider coming back this season after seeing the suplex... Thrown onto his ankle. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like that. The, the yeah. guy lifted the, the defender up and threw him down on Tristan Wirth's ankle, and somehow he's not out for the season. Um, Sounds like he'll so, be back to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but I, I you know, I would imagine very severely beat up because that, that was a, a gross-looking injury. I, I just think that this is not the same Tampa Bay Bucks team that you faced in Week 1 at all um i I think that it's still uh uh you know it's still a a tough first round matchup i i I mean i am not looking forward to the idea of playing tom brady in the playoffs ever i don't care that's the thing for me it's
1: like it's it's still brady and that's the thing that makes you so nervous right
0: i I think that you know again like i i'm a real big believer in if you if you want to win the super bowl you've got you can't be afraid to play and beat the best uh but i you know it's 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 it seems like it could potentially be a scary trap game because they are not as talented a team. It's easy to kind of go in thinking that and then you know you could get Brady'd very easily uh so I, I i i tend to think that that it's not as it's not a bad matchup for the cowboys at all uh but i mean again like i'm i'm not you know i'm not pretending like I don't know that tom Brady isn't the quarterback of that team yeah i
1: if the option is to play Tampa Bay or play San Francisco in round one. Give me Tampa Bay all day long. Really,
0: really? Wow, that, I that's you Would you rather play San Francisco? Oh wait! You're, oh wait! Oh, oh so you're saying you'd rather play Tampa Bay? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah absolutely. That's yeah. No, that's yeah. that's where I'm at too. Yeah. I thought you were suggesting no no, 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 no.
1: I mean, if the Cowboys get the Fizzy, they're going to play Tampa Bay unless Atlanta or Carolina catches them, which
0: yeah. Yeah. Seems. yeah, definitely give me Tampa Bay and let's and let San Francisco surprise somebody else. You know, and, do you realize and, how and, close
1: we were? If Atlanta just beats Washington, they have the ball at the one yard line. Atlanta would be winning that division through week twelve right now.
0: Yeah, I know. It's not crazy I, that Atlanta still could win that division. Yeah, especially since again Tampa is not playing great football right now. Yeah. They did. They, Tristan Wirfs is is hurt. I mean, he's going to be back for the playoffs, but he's he is out for the next few games. It's possible. I mean, we'll see exactly how this all plays out, but uh, you
1: know, but the box schedule isn't super easy over the next q- few weeks. They play home against the saints on Monday night football at 49ers home against the Bengals at the Cardinals home against the Panthers at the Falcons. Like with their way that they're, they're playing, they could easily go on a two or three game losing streak pretty quickly there.
0: Yeah, and the Falcons themselves kind of are playing some teams that are kind of been up and down, like you know the Saints, the Cardinals. They still yep. got to play the Steelers, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's, Fantastic. so there's, there's a chance that that, that Atlanta could come back and, yeah. and and win this thing, which would, yeah. I mean, go Falcons, please. No, no. <laughs> let's, see well, even, let's see that. Even that match. I mean,
1: it sounds crazy, but like the Panthers still have a shot at winning this division as well. Like I think they have. I'm looking at their schedule right now. They play. Uh, they got to buy this week they play Seattle, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Tampa, the Saints like even as as terribly as their season is gone they could get to 8-9 and potentially win this division <laughs> Sam Darnold's going to pull this
0: thing out. Wouldn't guys? that be crazy? If Sam it would, Darnold be it'd be, it'd be that awesome. would be amazing. It would be amazing. All
1: right, we got uh, we got one more Twitter question to get to, but before we do that, want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love because you're listening to this one right now. <laughs> Find Block Forever. Now, wherever you get your podcasts, Block Forever is a brand new football podcast from former NFL All-Pro Ryan Khalil in Audible. Khalil takes the conversation about football to the next level. He gives football fans an insider look at the game through the eyes of the greatest players and personalities of all time. You'll hear players like Christian McCaffrey talk about his love-hate relationship with fantasy football and Juju Smith-Schuster give his most honest opinions on other players and positions around the league. Catch the full block forever series available anywhere. You get your podcast available everywhere. Now audible get in the game. This lockdown podcast is brought
3: to you by home chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience. And without robbing you of the joy, Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
1: All right, Landon. last question. This one from Brandon. He wants to know what does Keller Moore and Dak Prescott need to do to avoid these constant slow starts and mental lapses early in games? It feels like our games against opponents. Always have a
0: higher degree of difficulty because of it. Well, you know, I think we talked about it a little bit. You know, trying to simplify things early on might might be helpful for them. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot of it is just you're dealing with young players and you're dealing with uh, a, a young team, and there is there's pros and cons there. There there's benefits and 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 weaknesses to that, including. Uh, you know, hopefully more health as he play with younger players that don't w- break down as the season goes on. But the other side of that coin is is inexperience, and, and 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 penalties are 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 kind of the symptom of that inexperience. So, uh, you know, I think that I, I think that you know they all they could really try to do is you know focus on it a little bit. I mean, really, it's the pre snap stuff that's got to go away. There's just nothing that you can do about some of the kind of uh, 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 you know, judgment call penalty stuff that the refs are going to call. I mean, you can practice technique, make sure it's it's uh it's sharp, and 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 try to use it as best as you can. But you know, part of what you do as an offensive lineman is is hold, and so it's just got to make you got to make it like uh, uh, uh less noticeable as possible. You know, the the hope is too as well that that as you get Tyron Smith back, you get another veteran. Hopefully, that kind of cuts down those penalties there. Tyler gets inside. Uh, and it's one less young player you're having to worry about. I, I think for the Cowboys, you know, they just, if they can find a way to be just a little bit more uh, simplified or maybe just not uh, so uh, uh, ease into kind of maybe the, some of the more advanced stuff, honestly, like I, I, I know this I'm kind of all over the place, but I, I just wanted to bring something up that I thought was really interesting. Uh, Duke Mayweather brought up a, a, a great point about uh, Dax cadence. Mm. Uh and 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 wondering whether or not they need to tighten that up a little bit uh, there because it feels like some of the other guys are getting uh confused. There was two different, if I'm not mistaken, two different wide receivers who got false start penalties in that. Yeah, in that I last think it was game. Noah Brown and C D. That's just I mean, you just can't have that. So if if Cadence is becoming a part of this, and, and I think that honestly, that so those two, and then at least at least one other false start penalty, maybe two, right? So um I, I think that that adjusting and fixing the cadence, uh, you know, the idea of using cadence is to try to draw teams off sides and kind of get that stuff going. Uh, you know, I, I think you could look at at cadence as a failure in that Giants game because it produced three offsides penalties and then also created a situation where you thought you had an offsides penalty, yeah. I mean, not offsides, uh, three yes. three false start penalties, and then in a situation where you thought and you created an offsides and it, and it created a turnover instead. So you know, kind of, I think just maybe simplifying things and then working to more complex things as the, as the game goes on. I think that will help a lot and maybe just, you know, uh, you don't want to tone down Dax aggressiveness overall, but maybe what you do is you you, you just kind of, you, you limit the aggressiveness like early, early in the game and just, you know, try to uh, 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 execute and make sure that you're executing and see how far you can get on that. And then turn up the dial a little bit as, as the game goes on just to kind of hopefully give yourself a base and, and, and a, a safe spot. So you're not having to play catch-up in the second quarter again uh, for no reason because you shot yourself in the foot.
1: I'd also just like to see them take more shots down the field early in the game. It feels like sometimes early in these games they're very much they're going to try to beat you by like death by a thousand paper cuts, right? Like just a lot of short and safe stuff. And typically what happens if you have one holding call or if you have one drop pass or one pass, it's just a failed completion, kind of kills the drive. They take more big chances down the field, whether that's a deep ball to CD or CD lamb or Michael Gallup or just something that try to create a big chunk play. I think that's what's been missing in the first half of these games is they're just not getting the explosive plays on the first and second drives of the game.
0: I love that you and I are prescribing two exactly different things. Yes. Uh, You know, look,
1: I I don't disagree with you. You could could try to make explosive plays without being overly aggressive, right? Yeah. Like I I, I think a one-on-one shot to Michael Gallup down the field where you throw it way out there and you let Gallup try to make a play is a relatively safe play, right? Now, what's dangerous are the 18-yard over or, you know, seam routes to CD lane where there's three guys in the way, like that's the stuff you could maybe avoid in the first couple drives of the game.
0: Yeah. Like, honestly, I think it'd be great to find a way we saw a little bit of it, not quite in the sense that we're discussing, but it would be great to get Gallup going early. Like if you could, and and, and what we saw, you know, in in the last game was more kind of, 10-yard stop routes where he's catching the ball in, in, in traffic and, and converting. But it would be great to kind of get some vintage Gallup where he's on a double move and he's up the sideline yes. and you're getting yes. a, a shot up the field. Those are less dangerous plays like because you're not relying on Gallup to read the coverage. You're not relying on 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 Dak and Gallup, uh, Gallup to be on the same page necessarily. Gallup knows he's running a stop and go. And,
1: and By the way, and, and, he had one in this game. Yeah, he was wide
0: open. Did you see that too?
1: Yeah. Well, he had that one. Then There was another one that Dak missed down the middle of the field. He ran a a double move, and he just got held. They just didn't call it, right? And I think if he would have been a little bit more animate about getting held, maybe you
0: get a a call, but you didn't, and it was just a failed completion. Yeah, and I I think he's he's getting there, and that that's what I was gonna point out is, is is I saw that too, and I saw another one where he ran a double move and he just toasted the guy, and Dak I think uh, had to get rid of the ball, so uh, I think it's we're getting there. We need to see a little bit more of that, but th- I think that's maybe what it is. Is I agree they still need to take shots, they still need to make big plays, but maybe not. Situations where you're throwing it in the middle of the field, down the field, where you're ha- you're relying on the, the wide receiver to s- be seeing the same thing in the coverage as you are. Just design plays that you are targeting a guy down the field where you create a op- uh, 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 space for him, and then throw the ball down the field. I think that, as opposed to uh, you know, kind of running complicated stuff down the field where you're having to you know trust both sets of eyes to see this correctly; otherwise, it's an interception. That that, that's the stuff that you could avoid until maybe later in the half. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked
1: On Cowboys your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast: the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All the same places that you download the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys right back here tomorrow for all of the latest Cowboys news.